Hey everyone, this is Jasmine from the Amalgam Podcast that I co-host with Vivian. Wanting to remind you all to check out all of our podcasts on MyNerdyBunch.com as we have a huge variety of genres from Marvel to DC, anime to horror movies, and so much more. Again, MyNerdyBunch.com. Thanks and enjoy the Gamers for Life podcast. But I'm thinking some kind of a some kind of a teaser trailer would show. Um, I think it would be really dope too, and definitely would be something where Phil Spencer would be like, "Okay, okay, Todd's working a little bit. Okay, good." <laughs> um, two two things. One, I'm I'm a little disappointed you didn't land the transition of like speaking of backhanding Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where each and every Saturday we discuss all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, my right-hand man, my ABXY, Arthur. What is going on, man? Not much. Doing good, doing good. Uh, I'll say just quick shout-out to our own uh, co-host of the Malgum, uh, Jasmine, for doing that. That was really fucking cool. Came out great. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. She is a professional and definitely a... Uh, appreciate that from her be sure to uh follow her on social media she's on tiktok she's on instagram uh and i'm sure you can find all her other social media stuff podcast stuff discord stuff all the cool things that she does uh through her instagram so uh, go and go ahead and give her a follow and uh obviously like you said arthur she is one of the co-hosts for the amalgam podcast with vivian so be sure to check that out uh but yeah definitely it was a very cool thing for her to do that and of course before we uh shoot the shit here uh for gamers for life of course you know we are a part of the nerdy bunch family uh so be sure to uh, check them out as it said here in the intro and then also for our podcast be sure to like subscribe our podcast on your favorite social media platform you can also follow us on instagram at well at gamers the number four life podcast so gamers for life podcast and typically we like to put some new stuff out there throughout the week and some of that new stuff ends up being a, a major topics here on the show every Saturday. Uh, so be sure to check that out because more and more we're hearing a lot of a lot more things. So uh, b- before we get started, uh, Arthur, I noticed that you said you were pretty excited that uh, you're able to stream again. Yeah, I had some tech issues. Um, uh, pretty much my upload speed was crap. So mm. short version, the most tech savvy. Uh, download speed is the main thing that's really important for people like taking like downloading what's on the internet to your phone or to your device aka like why YouTube video takes forever to load Facebook takes for load and you know whatever streaming service uploads the opposite uploads like taking something from your thing and putting it out there on the internet you have to go i.e. uploading new pictures to Facebook or social media or streaming Mm. and even though my download speed it was like a godlike peaking at like 550 megabytes now Oh, sorry. With my old router, old router, it peaked at like 450 megabytes, which is crazy fast. Yeah. Um, my upload would throttle anywhere from like 20. Yeah. To <laughs> mostly two. <laughs> and you can't upload anything at that speed, or at least the video or stuff like that, like live. Mm. Uh, so I got a new router. And with my new router, um, 
uh, my download speed now peaks to like 550 megabytes, which means I download a gig in two seconds <laughs> <laughs> and then upload. Yeah. This is now a 2025. So yeah. Gamers for life pod on Twitch. Once again, gamers for number four live pod gamers right. for life pod right nice. now I'm doing um, a full playthrough of uh, destroy destroy all humans. Mm-hmm. It just, it just teach Q Nordic man. Yeah. Q Nordic was like the old King, like one of the many old Kings of just classic platformers of just playing the thing, you know, just playing the game. Does the game um, still hold up? It still holds up. It's yeah. re- and it's, 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 this is a remaster. This is a remaster. Um, they tell you that there's a few things different. Like the mm. game starts as like, hello, things. Thank you for playing to show humans, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's, it holds up. It's fun, man. <laughs> and I, I, um, I never got a chance to play the original one. It was always on my, my to-do list. Just never got around to it or never, I never bought it. Cause you know, that was before subscriptions and digital existed. You yeah. either rent it or buy it. I never <laughs> did either. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how, so it's all surprising to me. So I don't know the story. I don't know what happens. Um, I am dying because the main character, he he's like constantly doing a Jack Nicholson impression. Really? Yeah, that's the voice and tone of the alien. Oh so wow! It's just like so the kiddies. This is a great movie. I can't fucking do it. I, I can't do it. <laughs> but again, if you like, if those of you played the game, you already know this. But for those of you who haven't, yeah, just picture if like picture of like jack nicholson was voicing an alien trying to take over the world that's what i'm playing <laughs> that al- that alone is very enticing and uh makes me want to play the game because i've been a big jack nicholson fan for a long time now <laughs> yeah and plus yeah so now yeah so I'm, i've been playing i've been playing that uh the streaming that and it's really funny uh just really random uh uh, CD, I was playing CDs with Church and Cheyenne yesterday. Mm. Uh, you know, Cheyenne co-host of the Ooh Squadcast with the Nerdy Bunch, and we we just we were going to do one thing that was going to be just an hour. We ended up playing for like five hours, and oh, here's shit. the funny thing: <laughs> the last hour was not really us playing. The last hour, I kid you not, I'll send you a screenshot. Mm. The last hour was us hiding in a barrel and talking about life. like we were just talking about world society the progression of our species will we go to mars what happens if we go to mars uh light politics shit like that and and also like towards the conversation i just took a fucking screenshot of us just three barrels sitting on a post and i'm just like hashtag barrel talk <laughs> just, barrel talk. <laughs> just sitting there shooting this shit like we just stopped playing we because we, we finished the mission mm-hmm. we sold all of our loot we're we were done like we're done playing and it started up on the way back because in sea of thieves when you have your loot you have mm-hmm. to sell it at an outpost and it's you know so the game's not done till you sell your stuff because people can rob you and steal your shit stuff like that yeah so we sold our stuff and then again the conversation kind of started on the on the boat <laughs> on the way there and then we, <laughs> we sold our stuff and so physically we we're doing nothing but we just kept talking and uh it was, it was just funny just it, it talk a, sessions seriously it's just <laughs> i'll send you a, i'll send you a screenshot Joe, for the dvd exact context it just that would be nice. it was just funny seeing three barrels sitting on a sign on this like island in Sea of Thieves as the sun setting and just like talking about our species and shit. It was just so funny. <laughs> this wasn't even like a two in the morning. This was like a five o'clock. <laughs> mm, nice, nice. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> 
crazy stuff man well sounds sounds pretty fun if you ask me uh and uh of course guys before we get started here uh here in the games for life podcast we read the news while you listen to what you choose by clicking on the links uh within the time code or then the time codes uh that's in the description for every episode so if there's a certain topic that you would prefer to just skip to to listen to because we're so excited for that particular topic you can do that on each episode here of the Game of Life podcast and the descriptions, click on the time code links there. Or, or if you just want to listen to the whole episode, you can also do that as well. Uh, hang out with us here on the Game of Life podcast. And the funny thing is that we have, it's funny because like we have, a, we, we don't have a lot to talk about, but the things that we do have to talk about are quite a lot quite a lot which is strange so uh and arthur uh you don't have to send an email on this next topic because i fucking called it (laughs) (laughs) uh so people were like what are you talking about drill uh so according to ign i'll just start it off here it says here in quote, DC has revealed its next direct-to-video animated movie, and it's a big one. The wildly popular fighting game Injustice Gods Among Us is getting a movie adaptation. Oddly, neither DC or Warner Brothers Animation made a formal announcement of the new project. Instead, its existence was revealed via press release for Batman Long Halloween Part 2. Among the bonus features included on that Blu-ray set will be a trailer of the Injustice movie. At this time, no other details are known about the Injustice movie, though the Long Halloween Part 2 scheduled for a July 2021 release, it seems likely that we'll see the Injustice drop down before the end of the year. It remains to be seen just how closely the movie will follow up to the plot of the original game and whether the game's voice cast will replies to their roles for the film. 2013's Injustice Gods Among Us and its 2017 sequel are set in an alternate DC universe where Superman is driven mad after being tricked by the Joker into killing his wife Lois and their unborn child. Five years after that tragedy, Superman rules the world with an iron fist, forcing the Justice League of the irregular DCU to cross dimensions and battle this tyrannical man of steel. End quote. I am so fucking excited, Arthur. <laughs> Same. It's, it, it's, and this is good timing, too, on them, because now that the Zack Snyder cut released, mm. we got a taste of a possible Injustice cinematic movie. Yes. And now we know, you know, I know, we know that won't happen. So, again, it's just perfect timing to feel what the fans in the community, uh, you know, even on that community, even if you're not a part, you know, you don't consider yourself part of the DC community. A lot of people still would have liked to see that movie mm-hmm. and to announce, Hey, we're getting it. I'm, I am super happy. And drill knows I've said it once. I've said it again. The people that do the DC animated movies are so talented. They're so amazing. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of the people that got HBO max to watch, you know, the Zack Snyder thing, spoiler, all the DC shits there, including these animated movies. And they're so fucking good. They are mm. so, so good. DC, the was it Justice League has a long title. Justice League, Dark Apocalypse War, nuts balls mm. to the wall. What happens if blank person invites blank person? Oh, that person would die. Yes, <laughs> yes, they fucking do. Wow, it nice. is nuts. So I have to check that out. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. The DC anime movies are nuts. There, but there is, but there is an order. So watch them in order. Oh, okay, okay. I so I'm looking. For, so if those people are behind this new injustice thing, take 
I would say take my money, but HBO already is. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the money <Exactly>. is taken. Satisfied <laughs> <is> customer. <laughs> well, it's it's crazy, right? Because I remember when the first Injustice game came out, and I remember watching the trailer, what it was about, and I was like, that's kind of like innovative. And I remember playing the game. And even though the game probably didn't do the full story justice, the, what it did with it, I was like, this is really brilliant. Cause I was like already imagining like a cinematic universe of injustice. I was like, man, like what if this was actually like a thing? And then there was a huge comic book adaptation of the game. Yes. There's like two or three or four parts or something. And I remember I, I, I was watching it on comic historian on YouTube, shout out to comic historian. Uh, and it's just so insane. And they go so deep and Superman's fucking insane murdering everybody. It kind of reminds me of Omni man. from Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> the, and, and here's my thing too. If you look back at fighting games mm. now, Mortal Kombat, I say Mortal Kombat cause they're the ones who make, who right. made the Injustice game? Nether Realm, yeah. Nether Realm, yeah. Nether Realm, Ed Boon, mm-hmm. all that talented, mm-hmm. talented, amazing team. Yeah. Um. Now, Mortal Kombat has had a story. Now, but pre Injustice, like those last three games is where their story got really convoluted because Mortal Kombat One started. Mortal Kombat One and Two was just a tournament to a tournament to rule the earth. Simple yeah. and just that. And then it got kind of crazy with like Armageddon and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't play those games, fun games, but again, the story, that's when the story gets kind of like, okay, meh, you know, like, like, like you know, like really out there. Mm-hmm. But for me, Injustice, and around that time, if you look back, Injustice is what really kind of revitalized fighting games having a good story. Mm. Cause mm. injustice had a, cause, cause injustice had this, cause injustice was this fighting game with this amazing story. And then of course, injustice two came out and then around, the, and then around that, and then you have mortal Kombat 10, which again, the nether realm studios, you know, focused heavily on the story in mortal Kombat 10 and it had, and it had, and it had, they did an amazing job. And then the follow up with mortal Kombat 11 and around the same time, like Marvel versus Capcom, um, the, the sequel to three came out, which was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinity, and they had a, they added a story, which was new because yeah. for them, because up until now, these Marvel versus or Capcom fighting games, this there was no s- real story. It was just a boss. Yeah. You know, if you remember, you know, if you remember the old score K machines, you just keep playing and playing and playing, and then you fight um, Apocalypse. There was no real story. It was just who's. It was like who's the big baddie. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, who are who's the big boss? But. I would again. I would argue is because of the Nether Realm, and injustice that really kicked off fighting games can and should have a not even just a decent a good story. Absolutely, I 100% agree, and I think you make a lot of really valid points because. I mean, with, with fighting games, man, I just I just feel like the, a lot of the times they're they're shallow, and a lot of the times they're built to be shallow, right? So I think to your point, you know, with a just a, an amazing what if, and I'm glad that you know Netherum got the rights and everything. Um, obviously, Warner Brothers is connected within the DC universe, but I'm just so glad that they were able to make that game happen. Just so like. It's just just a huge snowball effect into just the amazing, you know, the amazing scenarios and everything. So, yeah, I've been a big fan of this since day one. I remember telling my brother, I was like, I need an Injustice movie. And my brother's like, they can barely like 
get get multiple new Superman movies out. I was like, I don't think they're ready for this. And I was like, you're probably right. So I'm glad that an animated film is going to be coming out because like you said, Arthur, with the DC team, they've been crushing shit. So, um, you know, and if and I'm and I'm sure they'll do it justice, but I hope it's just as like violent as the comics because Superman's. Superman's fucking people up, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, uh, if it, again, if it is the same teams that have worked on these amazing collection um, of DC anime, anime movies, uh, I think it is, I think it is gonna be violent and do the comics justice. Because again, you know, these, some of these some of these DC anime, anime movies, like there's a scene in one of them where like Batman's like, oh. Oh, these aren't people. They're like, there's like, he's fighting like this group of quote unquote people. Mm. Turns out they're like these weird robot things. And he's like, oh, <laughs> so I can, I don't have to hold back. Cause you know, cause you know, Batman doesn't kill. Right. Exactly. But when he finds out these aren't people, they're like not people. <laughs> Man, if you want to see Batman like turn 10 people into living stress balls, fucking (laughs) (laughs) oh that is just so fun that was that was always like the the interesting thing for like batman v superman even though that was like it wasn't the best movie but that fighting scene in the warehouse is like absolutely the best part of the film and he like kills people in that and i was like we're 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 going there Uh, okay Like, oh shit, he blew the car up. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, hey, what's Bam? Oh, Batman's gonna break that gun. No, Batman's gonna fucking go Rambo and fire an, an M fucking 60 <laughs> and turn people in the dust. Yeah, I was like, this is Ben Affleck Batman. I'm killing people. <laughs> um, again, toting the accomplishments of the DC animated teams. Um, for people that were not satisfied with the Batman versus Superman, hmm. uh, Martha, why'd you say your fucking name? Oh my god. <laughs> Like Batman, like seriously, just, like I'm not, I'm not gonna go into it, but um, the what what inspired it, the comic, and then later an animated movie, mm-hmm. two parts, Bat, uh, Batman Dark Knight Returns Part One, yes, and mainly what, we, what inspired it was Dark Knight Returns Part Two, which is where the Superman Batman fight takes place. Right. They did an amazing fucking job. They really did. Um, Those are fantastic animated films. Fantastic. It, in terms of because again when I inspired it was the original comic you know the Dark Knight Returns and that was the original Batman v Superman put to page put you know put in front of us like right because you know, yeah, when, when, when you're kids you all you all have this mental idea of like what happens if blank person fights blank person well they have laser beams and he has a cape and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so that comic and then again amazing animated movie um did the justice so again if again if you're i'm not H- hbo if you can like sponsor us that'd be great but uh <laughs> <laughs> oh please, um, but, if you, please. But, if, but, if, but if you have hbo max and again and if you have hbo max and you and you were decided you weren't happy with batman versus superman please watch the batman dark Knight returns one and two yeah and, and or the or and or read the comic because yeah they did it they did great great justice to that fight absolutely 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 Man, oh man, yeah, definitely, definitely good stuff there, man. I, I just can't say enough about it. Definitely looking forward to that fucking uh, animated movie. Question: You mm-hmm. mentioned it. We don't know. We don't know voice actors yet, do we? We don't. Yeah, one of the things that we're not sure if they're going to use the like the prior voice actors from like the other animated movies. I hope there's some continuity there. Mm-hmm. 
You know, because would you say, I mean, I mean, you've yeah. seen more of them than I have. I mean, mm-hmm. would that make sense? Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin Conroy, who, you know, did the classic Batman in oh. the 90s animated movie the God. show. The God he's, Kevin Conroy. He is. He's the Batman voice that a lot of us think of. Yeah. Um. Now, I don't know if it was a contract thing or just an age thing. He's getting up there. Um. You know, again, time. Um. Yeah. He, he stepped back for some of these movies. And I will say the new voice. I I wish I knew his name because he does. He fucking kills it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the new voice at Batman that's in the movies, great job. It's not. Is it? Is it Troy Baker? I know he did Joker for uh, the Batman Origins video game. Uh, he could do anything he wants. Cause he's like, insane. I don't. I don't <laughs> but, know. But again, whoever okay. is doing these recent Batman movies, again, I feel bad now. It's mm-hmm. a shame I don't know his name. I will definitely Google it and mention it next time I can on the podcast. Nice. <laughs> um, but he is doing an amazing job with he's doing an amazing job carrying the Batman mantle. Nice. I think one thing I wanted to say, just to slightly nerd out, it's it annoys every time I talk to someone about Batman and I talk about Batman within like the DC universe or like another Superman next to them, like Superman, for example, mm-hmm. everyone was like, Batman, he's not a superhero. He's not a super. I'm like, he almost killed Superman. He threw acid in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's he is a smart puppy. Like he is a smart, brilliant person. Like it, it just reminds me of like it just reminds me of like his intellect is so insane, like unbelievably insane. Like he's a scientist, he's a he's an escape artist, he's a master martial artist, he's a detective. World like, great detective. Yeah, like he like he's he's nuts, you know? So it's just like even though yeah, he doesn't have superpowers, quote unquote, like he's such a brilliant mind, like he could he can he's outsmarted a lot of superheroes and a lot of these fights and just the prior history of Batman. So I get on my Batman horse every now and again when that happens, but I'll I'll keep I'll keep going with you cuz cuz you have to remember too, Batman's like one of the few people that knows how to fight. Yeah. Like Superman doesn't really know how to fight, but when you can like punch a truck and turn it to dust, Knowing how to throw the perfect punch really not fucking necessary. <laughs> yes. Like, like Superman could just flick his finger and be like, "Oh, the car exploded." Uh, I don't need it. <laughs> but and so there are a few. There are a few DC what if comics. Like, what if Batman got powers? Mm-hmm. Spoiler: wrecks everything. <laughs> because again, because he knows how to fight. So the again, so the times when the whole you know Superman is affected with kryptonite and he's like quote unquote mortal. Um, and it's like one v one, just hand to hand combat. Batman throws hands better than Superman. So yes, yes. <laughs> and so yes. again, so there are a few DC comics. There are multiple DC comics. Like he becomes, I think there's one he becomes like a Green Lantern. He becomes a White Lantern. Um, he just wrecks shit. Nice, absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of wrecking shit, uh, I wanted to wreck shit out of pure excitement. For this next story uh, that I will start with, uh, I will start with this here. Uh, and this is from, I want to say it is GameSpot uh, that did this lovely story here. Fucking XL's being a real bitch right now. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it is uh, GameSpot. Uh, so let Excel, me. Excel's slow because it's sad that Bill Gates is getting a divorce. <laughs> Well, this is Google Sheets, so I guess he's probably even more sad. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that was a funny joke. Excel's like, my me, I still. <laughs> All right. So uh, I believe it's according to GameSpot, if I'm not mistaken, but it says here the Time Splitter series is back, and I'm going to be cheesy. <laughs> Time Splitters 
coming back, ladies and gentlemen. I am fucking excited, and I will continue. I will continue the article here. So it says Time Splitters series is back, or at least on its way, back with a new game from the original developers. Publisher Deep Silver has announced the creation of a new studio that will be tasked with developing a new entry in the series, and you might be familiar with the name. According to the press release, the key original members of the team at Free Radical Design, the studio that originally developed the series, are coming back, including Steve Ellis and David Doak. Uh, the new studio is called Free Radical Design. Uh, the new Deep Silver uh, studio is coming, and it says here in a tweet, it says uh, here in quote, you asked and we listened. We have been working on plans to bring the Time Splitters franchise back to life and are pleased to let you know that we are setting up a new Deep Silver development studio to do just that. Free Radical Design is reforming and will be heading up by industry and Time Splitters veterans Steve Ellis and David Doak. This is an exciting first step in the process development on a new game and has not started, and we will update you when we have more news to share. And lastly, it says the Time Splitters series debuted in 2000 and saw two additional sequels but fans have been waiting a long time for a new entry fucking excited man fucking awesome (laughs) (laughs) very very excited uh arthur tell me your uh tell me your thoughts man dude time slitters man growing up time slitter was my shit um, I got it as a gift. I remember this. I remember. I remember the fucking day. Mm. Um, it was my. It was. Um, I was in seventh grade. I forgot how old I was. Yeah. But I was in seventh grade. It was a. I got it for my birthday. Mm. I got a PS2. Two. I got nice. PS2. My mom gave me uh, two controllers. Um, memory card. The whole shebang. The whole mm. the memory card. Uh, time splitters and a few other a few other games. Uh, Spyro. Um, Orphan and uh, I forget what else, but Time Splitters. Holy shit, that's one of the most underrated fucking games people do not fucking talk about. Absolutely, the, absolutely. The, the story, the story. There, first of all, there's a fucking story. Time Splitters. You go through time, and you go through time, and it's fucking nuts. And the characters mm. you can unlock are some of the most craziest shit in gaming <laughs> yes like <laughs> i mean like first of all there's a like a nine foot tall fucking duck hmm. and there's variations of the duck there's the, the zombie duck the, the the mummy duck the robot duck the rope and then there's like a robot with its fish head so I, we mentioned it before yeah people like oh my god the umbrella academy guy has a robot fucking fishbowl for head i don't give a fuck i saw <laughs> i saw that shit when i was in middle school i saw it when i was seventh grade get the yeah. fuck out of here um and then time series two Oh my god! Yeah, because uh, I forget if it was in Time Slayers one, but for sure in Time Slayers two, there is a map editor, mm-hmm. and even and the interface, like just everything about it, was one of the best map creations I've ever seen. And I made a map that my friends loved. Um, it's really funny. I wish it's really funny. The map I made it was actually pretty genius, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was it was kind of like a W. But picture the center tip W is like a dome, so mm. it's like you can. F- and, but there's like hallways and shortcuts and shit. Whatever. I'm still. I'm toting my seventh grade map building skills. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but man, dude, Timesters was so fun. Between the story, the the, the modes, all this, the guns, mm-hmm. um, so good, so good. Um, 
I'm so happy about it because yeah. I mentioned it. Because again, we mentioned this before. You know, I mentioned it before. Is like the, we, I think we like literally mentioned it. Like, what's it with oh, with um Preston? Yeah. Like, what's the what's the game? I would see. Love, I would love to see fucking remastered. Time splitters. Fucking time splitters. Time splitters. And you know, we were talking about Sony to time. We were talking about Sony to time when we were mm. like, hey, what what should Sony do with its games? And I said remasters on splitters. And then Deep Silver said, hold my fucking beer. absolutely man yeah and you know what i like about time splitters and there's there's so many things but just like it was like a perfect marriage between like animation but still like really dope graphics at the same time right and then like with with today's technology like it can look so insane part of me wonders and i know this isn't going to happen but there's this game, there's this like game of like video game industry monopoly happening right now. This would be an amazing title for Sony to snag. You know what I'm saying? For as like an exclusive, I don't think they'll do it because I don't think they have the balls to do so. And I don't think Deep yeah. Silver wants to do that either to a free radical design. I don't think they want to do that. I think they just want to make a great game to deliver to people. But um, if Sony was looking to kind of, you know, have more stake in the game, so to speak, uh, when it comes to just, uh, you know, proprietariness or IPness, uh, IPness, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Um, but yeah, that would be a great game to make an exclusive. So, um, also confirmed the next product from Apple, the IPness. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, 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 marital aid. (laughs) (laughs) Tim Cook, he's like introducing it. We're delivering something very innovative. (laughs) I like to stop. I like to stop this loss, this trial against uh, Epic, real quick to announce my new product, the (laughs) IPNIS. Overruled. (laughs) Overruled. (laughs) It's like, Tim, we talked about this. You cannot roll this out (laughs) during this trial. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because man, because if Sony, yeah, if Sony, I, I, we, they won't. But if Sony did, I'd be like, you know, I'll take a minute from like simping over Phil Spencer and be like, oh, hey, what's up, PS Five? You got the, <laughs> you got that exclusive times players I see you over there. <laughs> it's like, it's like cue them, cue that meme of like that white guy wearing the black and white shirt with his girlfriend, and he like turns around. It's like he turns around, sees another girl walking, like ooh, <laughs> it's like oh me, God. like me simping over me simping over Microsoft and sees exclusive times players Sony walk by. Ooh, it was up. What's happening over there? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's right because you say about the graphics like that era and that game, it was like, like, it's like, like medieval, like medieval and Spyro. Mm. When you look back, it's like this weird hybrid cartoon CGI, yeah, exactly. And, and aesthetically, again, aesthetic wise, it this was more action based, I, I, it wasn't infrature. Mm. Um, it was T for Teen again, so there's like a little blood and stuff like that, and so it was a little more, more again, a, a, adult. Then you know, let's say a Spyro or Crash Bandicoot game, you know, graphics wise, but it did just it did it just did work so well. Yeah. Oh, and another thing too, I just realized again the mechanic I've never seen. Well, off the top of my head, I can't think of. Mm. But let's say you're if you, like when you're like playing the story and stuff, like you you can like shoot off mummies and zombies' heads. And they that's stole, right. That and was they, that was a huge thing about it. Yeah. Punch and you can punch them off. It was like a challenge. And there was, <laughs> you remember there was like challenges like, hey, you're, you're in Egypt. Um, you know, during the pyramids being built, because again, again, you travel through time. Yeah, you have to get to the end of the mission. But there was like a secondary objective of like 
knock off 10 heads and it's just <laughs> so fun yes it's just so fun to just <laughs> bop, 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 bop. exactly man exactly it's so 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 fun and uh, speaking of games so, so fun or games that have yet to be revealed that we're looking forward to that hopefully will be just as fun. Uh, according to NME.com, it says here uh, in quote, uh, Borderlands developer uh, Gearbox Software is apparently working on a new video game franchise, according to the publisher Take-Two Interactive. The publisher's president, Carl Slate, uh, Slatoff, uh, revealed details about the new franchise during an earnings call on May 18th. The game is supposedly one of the 62 titles that Take-Two plans to release over the next four years from an, in quote, immersive core titles to independent projects. 2K will also uh, introduce two releases from new franchises this year, including one from Gearbox. Slidoff said while discussing the company's current fiscal year, which runs until March uh, 31st to 2022. Uh, as yet, Untitled franchise is expected to be released before fiscal year 2022 ends. Uh, end quote. So... This seems pretty interesting to me. I mean, uh, definitely me. I mean, my my selfish self, I would say I would love to see Borderlands four. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm curious to see what they cook up. I always get a little bit nervous when it comes to Gearbox just because Borderlands is obviously their bread and butter. Mm -hmm. And then I remember when they did they attempted Battleborn. But it was just a big flop, a big failure, and like, and, and Randy Pitcher, Pitchford was so like hyped on it when that came out, when when that was about to come out, and it came out and it was trash, and then like, well, we still got Borderlands, you know, like yeah. it was just, you know, so I'm I'm really hoping that, and they said, and I I released actually this news, uh, this piece of news, this was released earlier this week uh, on the Gamers for Life uh, Instagram, and uh, saying that they've worked on this for years, like this has been years in the making. So I'm I'm really curious to see what they you know what they got cooking up and I'm hoping that possibly they'll show this during E3 you know this year but Arthur yeah. what what are your thoughts I'm different I hope this is a new original IP cuz here's the thing Gearbox I think Gearbox is good with coming up with something new and they don't hit the mark when they try to make a trendy game Mhm so Battleborn. Battleborn wasn't exactly, I would argue, trash. It, it, it just got overshadowed from the avalanche that was Overwatch. Because, um, like, like, I put it this way. Have you seen the opening to the game of Battleborn? Uh, it's been a long time since it's I've... like an it's like an anime fucking like out has like out has like Afro Samurai fucking vibes. Oh, it's really? Awesome. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. And, and so but the thing is, it just got overshadowed by the market and again mm. by Overwatch, because by the time that came out, they waited games like Smite Paladins was around the corner um, again and all these like MOBA style 5v5 tower you know you know what i mean like yeah like league of legends but, not, but, you know, but like third arguably like third person mm. um i can't think of the exact genre but yeah that's what, call, that's what i call it it's like league of legends but you know your third person controlling the character right um and it just got oversaturated and, and again the avalanche that was overwatch dropped um mm. and so i think i and the thing and again the thing is too for me how borderlands 3 is fun Definitely, the whole it definitely fun, but story wise, wasn't the, the lackluster. Mm. Yeah, like I say, I like I, I in, in, in terms of the four games, I put this story wise. I kind of put it at the at the bottom. Mm. Um, 
now it's not a now that's not a bad bomb to be to say you know the the, the, the worst of the borderlands but they're all again they're all great games mm. it's just it's definitely not as strong as like two or one and i did like the story of the pre-sequel because it just it just was it just i liked it yeah um so again i hope this is original new ip because again i i feel that when comp when some companies whether it's gearbox or others too make a game to chase a trend it doesn't always hit its mark yeah that's so, very true so if this is going to be like a new battle like this like if they, if they surprise us for me in a bad way and say like oh. this is a new battle royale this is a new again like a new a new like a competitor like they're trying to make let's say that they i don't know where trying to make a fucking competitor to, competitor to rocket league or something yeah um those type of games don't they, they just don't hit the mark because whatever game they're trying to compete against nine times out of ten i feel like the other game they're trying to compete against has already built up such a huge foundation it just the the, the competitor game just fades that's a really good point. And then in, in, in hindsight, they would be in the same position that they were with Battleborn, right? You know, yeah. so I think you make a lot of really good points there. And I hope they do their marketing research, man. It's like it's, it's like the prime example is, you know, the last story we just talked about as far as free radical design. They said, we heard you and we're delivering. You know what I mean? Like, listen to what people what people want. And, and I do hope that it's not going to go towards a MOBA thing because I know Ubisoft Studios are going to be working on something to cook up. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then there was another studio that said they're going to work on. I want to say it was a Sony studio that they're working on, like a multiplayer title. Uh, you know, so everyone's trying to really trying to adapt off of what you know the success of Epic Games uh, of what, obviously what they done with Fortnite. Um, but it's just it's it's just kind of nasty, you know. I just hope that they they release something that's just just like you said, you know, just has a little more it's not just that you know and hopefully it's not that at all it's just a different project you know um i would just like to see that in its entirety and especially being worked on for years you know i i I would hope that that that's the case the good thing is that obviously i like seeing that there's more studios that are actually working on projects for these current well i always say next gen but the current gen consoles ps5 xbox series x like we need more fucking games to push the power of these consoles not just up raising old games like even though that's cool it's appreciated but you know the in the when it comes to like the shortage and then also the shortage of games releasing, it just kind of works against itself as the consumer. It's like, I can't even find a console. Y'all don't even have anything super new. Like I'll just wait fam, you know? So the more they release these games and the more they can show off these games on events, very similar to, uh, you know, like a E3 and whatnot, uh, just the more it'll work out. So yeah, I just hope the gearbox is working on, something that's going to be a little more just unique and worthwhile it kind of reminds me too arthur it makes me think you know you made a good point as far as battleborn when it released all these other crazy games were out and i wonder part of me wonders as like the business mind i'm like well why did they even like why didn't they push it back or why didn't they move it you know and i know i always like I know there's there's missing gaps for me as far as like the publisher may not have a choice as far as like you know, telling the developer, hey, we have to push this back because they may not have the funding to do so. But I just hope they don't fall in the same hole. You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, because I'm on Gearbox's site now. And if you look at the the, game, the games Gearbox has worked with, they have a successful track record and mm. uh, in the past. Again, and, and I think, and again, I think what 
has made them go from consistent cool you hear the word gearbox this is gonna be fun you're like you know this is gonna be good and then you know like, like you know in terms of pre-orders you know there's just some companies that could just say hey we're dropping something i'm gonna pre-order it because they have a good they have a good track record yeah i'm gonna and, I, and again i think that pivot of new create again new uh, new games creative games original games yeah that pivot to what's trending what's popular i think that's what Again, I think that was like kind of a downfall. You know, mm-hmm. we mentioned the Alien Clone Marines, and and the thing about Alien Clone Marines, I don't really chalk it up to Gearbox, um, because it just because it, it, it landed in their lap. Mm-hmm. Um, Alien Clone Marines was again a clusterfuck of a launch. It it was a failed game, but well, a lot of people don't know it went through ten different companies before it, before it landed in Gearbox lap. Yeah. So again, so that's what I mean by production hell, and I and like I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I don't know how much piece of the pie who was responsible for how much but again just on paper to tell them just on paper to hear it went through 10 different companies it was like a hot potato that landed in gearbox's lap so i'm gonna give them a benefit of the doubt um on that one that's fair i think that's very fair yeah it's very fair i would definitely say it say so uh but i do know that this particular potato that is uh gonna be in the laps of the next generation no one asked for this potato to be passed to us and if you don't know what i mean you will uh, according to Polygon here, it says here in quote for this next story, the expanded and enhanced versions of Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online are coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X on November 11th. Uh, Rockstar Games announced Tuesday. Uh, the upgraded versions of those games will offer, in quote, new features and more, in quote, Rockstar said, but did not provide specifics. Rockstar announced that the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of GTA 5 and GTA Online last June, according to a developer. Uh, the next generation updates will feature a range of technical improvements, visual upgrades and performance enhancements to take full advantage of the console's powerful new hardware, making the game more beautiful and more responsive than ever. Uh, In the news release, Rockstar said updates coming to uh, to Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto Online will include special benefits for players to take advantage of an expanded and enhanced versions uh, when they drop. Additionally, Rockstar teased fun surprises for the 20th anniversary of Grand Theft Auto 3, including some specifically um, for GTA Online players. Rockstar's announcement came as part of the larger update as the new content coming to Grand Theft Auto Online and Reddit Online. For GTA Online, Rockstar promised and quote new opportunities for fans and performances and customization upgrades to get together with like-minded gearheads to test and show off their rides free from interference uh, in authorities and other troublemakers. Rockstar end quote. Rockstar also teased a new racing types, multi-part robbery missions, and underground car meets later this summer. End quote. Uh I don't think anybody asked for this, Arthur. What do you think? <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, like, and here, and here's just how much. Here's the thing. They say well, we're being innovative. We're adding this shit. Fuck you. Do you remember how, for <laughs> seven years their servers have been shit? Yeah. It's been a running joke that their servers are some of the shittiest fucking servers. And again, this is one of the most profitable games in the history of gaming. Period. So yeah. how the fuck can you be like? make a billion dollars in 26 hours to having the shittiest servers for seven years. Mm. And, and, and you, and do you remember, I joked about this. I said, well, I said, watch, someone's going to fix it and they're going to hire them. Lo and fucking behold, I'm tired of being, I'm tired of fucking being right drill for shitty stuff. Remember <laughs> that guy? Remember that? Because that, that, that we talked about in the previous episode, mm-hmm. how 
some guy uh some guy was like yeah just work on this thing for two days and i and you cut down your server loading time by 70 percent oh yeah that's right yeah and they cut him a ten thousand dollar check and for the first time in seven years one person fixed their fixed their servers right exactly that this again so it's it's not like oh it can't be done the work's too hard no one of the most profitable games with one of the most profitable publishing companies has had some of the worst loading times of any online game for the past seven years. And one person, one person over two days, two days worth of work was able to fix it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you look at these mods online, um, they do far more than what, rockstar can put out like there's a there was a new mod of photorealistic drill i'm not kidding you man i'm I'm not kidding you when you when you see that when you see these mods it straight up looks like real life like it's it the photo this photorealistic mod that dropped um like uh like a week ago a few days ago it's crazy it looks like someone just took a a photo of santa monica and was like nope that's gta (laughs) oh shit (laughs) <laughs> and 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 five bucks. This new next gen iteration will still look not as good as that. Right. Exa- yeah. Yeah. And, and beyond the graphics, beyond the game, give us what we want. GTA Six. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, at least just give us like proper updates. You know, it's like I know they're like working on it. At least I think they're working on it, but. Um, at least give us proper updates on what's going on, man. Like people are itching for a new Grand Theft Auto. Like it's just really weird how they're moving. You know, it reminds me of like a Fortnite ish type thing that they're just really carrying this over bit by bit. It's like, guys, like I, I'm glad GTA online is successful. I personally don't really play it like that, but it's like GTA six is really what most of your fans are really waiting for you know? So it's like, come on. And I'm wondering too, they talk about uh, the 20th anniversary for Grand Theft Auto uh, three. I'm wondering what they're going to do with that. Is that just something going to be in the game? It'll probably be like, an, it'll probably be like all the skins and aesthetics and ca- new cars and stuff to add to GTA five online. <laughs> Yeah, and, and here's the thing you have to remember. For me, my opinion, in my opinion, and there's only one reason that GTA Five will now exist on four generations of consoles <laughs> is because of the um, V Bucks. Mm. Or sorry, three. I said four. My mm. apologies. Yeah, three generations of consoles: PS3, PS4, PS5, and same thing for the Xbox. There's yeah. only one. There's only one reason: the shark cards. Which is their mm. version of V Bucks? Yeah, because like I told you, when when these when these new versions come out, your your stuff doesn't transfer over. So your years, your months, weeks, years of worth of accumulating all this stuff, which is again the I, again I will admit on face value the game is fun. There's a reason why I used to, I used to play it, but then at some point you just hit this wall. You hit this money wall where yeah. you either do the same three missions over and over. And over and over again, or the game's like, "Hey, are you tired of doing this mission over and over again? Just spend money and buy your car." <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a nightmare. I, I yeah, I, it's just yeah, man. It's just like, and it's funny. I remember I was on the Instagram uh, via the Gamers for Life, and I was I, I, I saw it scroll up, you know, and just like my my stories or whatever it was, and uh, or posts, and then one of the 
random commenter was like, we never asked for this. Where's GTA six? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like, That's right. That's exactly and right. <laughs> I saw that. I saw your reply. T- I saw that you reply too. And mm-hmm. I did the same. I did the same thing of like, I think I, I think I said exactly that. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, um, one thing, one thing I like to do to get like a feel for stuff mm-hmm. is I, I watch people's reactions to things like the, the compilations mm-hmm. and, at the last main, not not the state of play, but the last major Sony conference last year for the you know quote unquote digital E3 you know conferences stuff was remember remember the remember that conference opened with saying Sony uh, PS5 players get a free copy of GTA 5 and nobody cared <laughs> and guess what <laughs> nobody still cares we yeah. Don't care. Yeah, it's like, fam, we are done with that game. Like, now, now I know some people are saying, "Oh, there's been leaks and stuff like that." Again, I don't, I don't go into that. Again, I've been burned many times. I don't yeah. do the leak. I don't do the supposed leaks, the rumors. It's just no. It's like it's like someone like had like leaked a photo of like a version of the GTA Six supposed map, and it was like grainy, grainy as hell. So it's like, okay, why does this photo look like? Why does someone look like a JPEG from 1981? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> again, this is why. Again, that's why I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think you do that. So. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing that I heard, and they didn't. I kind of. I don't remember the the full detail, but I remember something to do with the AI of the game, uh, the weather, and then also just like the like the, like the game has its own AI built within it or something like that. It was. The, it, it was a. It was like a patent. It was like a yeah. gaming. It was like yeah. It was a gaming patent. Um, they made about AI traffic. Mm. Well, again, it wasn't confirmed for GTA Six, but that I'm okay with. Like the, the yeah. like, like like I'll say like okay. My thing is GTA Six is being worked on. I'll, I'll go there. I'll say that GTA Six will exist. But now again, whether this is next year or like five years from now, that's the thing we have no idea. Exactly. And that's my thing is, is again, rumors and leaks. Nah, but the tip, but again, they say, Hey, um, for unknown reasons, um, Laszlo, the radio host, which you mentioned, cut his contract. I'm like, okay, that's that's Laszlo. (laughs) just weird to have a contract cut. And then two, they make a patent for an AI, for an AI traffic thing, which up until now hasn't been implemented in in GTA Mm five. I doubt will be implemented into GTA five for the next gen console. So that's that, that is my like belief that this game will exist. But again, next year, five years from now, how far into production are they? No idea. Yeah. And I, and I really, I really hope they understand that people want GTA six. Like I hope they're not on a notion of like, I think people just want GTA online, uh, uh, you know, Will William, what do you think? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, please listen to your customers. They want GTA Six. Please make GTA Six. Like, like, if it's a money thing, we'll give you money. For GTA right? Exactly. <laughs> Just make it. That's we'll the thing. You- that's the thing with gamers is like we like we are very vocal, but like when we get what we want, we spend the coin. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we tell our friends to spend the money too. It's like, oh, I want to play online with you. Get the fuck online. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah. uh, fucking dude rockstar and your owner's coning it takes two i'll be the first one to lose my shit and tell all my friends to buy the game if you fucking announce it right exactly <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man. So we will see uh, what is going to be happening here. And then speaking of games where uh, we tell you to definitely fucking spend your money on this title. And I'm glad that they are investing more into this title. So according to uh, uh, Gamasutra, which is a really interesting uh, website for a video game website. Um, be, careful how you, be careful how you spell that. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Not with a K. Not with a K. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get other sites uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um so, <laughs> i will not do that uh so it says here in quote uh, a spokesperson from a uh, private division the american publisher owned by take two has explained the company won't be involved with future iterations of the outer worlds franchise noting that obsidian and owner microsoft will be steering this ship moving forward microsoft has been looking to expand its staple of first party titles for some time Having spent huge sums of cash on a variety of studios over the past few years, such as the recent $7.5 billion uh, acquisition of Bethesda. Although the company purchased Obsidian back in tw 2018, the AdWords developer world uh, worked with Take-Two subsidiary private division to publish the game. Recent remarks from Take-Two's Carl Slatoff said that it indicated that the relationship will continue, but an update from the private division has confirmed and Microsoft now intends to take charge of the franchise. Yay! Fuck yeah. <laughs> Outer Worlds is dope. I'm glad they realized that as well. Because, uh, yeah, man, that, that's probably the one game that I am that I've like gotten into the fastest when it comes to like RPGs. Because usually, I mean, we talked about this before where it's just like, Man, like I really don't want to like where where did I start off? Like, where are my weapons? <laughs> Yeah. what's going on you know so it's like i'm so glad that they're like oh wow like this game did a lot better than than i thought and part of me just to go on a very a very small soapbox rant dude. part of me is like dude how dare you like this is obsidian like we worked on fallen new vegas we worked on the second kotor like how the fuck are you gonna not have faith in us making this game but i i get it it, it is still a risk when it comes to like a brand new full rpg if people will take it in as well as they have but i'm so glad that they're gonna continue the franchise man but but what are your what are your thoughts um i'm happy i'm mm. happy obsidian obsidian has been obsidian has been microsoft's successful talented buddy for a long time mm. and to take their last major successful game out of the hands of take two uh, which again, spoiler: the people, the people that keep fucking making GTA Five, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, to, 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 to take it out of their hands and to put it with Microsoft. I'm so happy. Mm. Um, you know, again, so so remember, there's developers and publishers. Obsidian is the people that make this game. Yeah, and they've been making games with Microsoft for a long time. So now they have now they have this game, this IP, it with Microsoft's publishing hands. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Um. Obsidian, I mentioned it earlier. Obsidian is one of those developers where I hear like, "Oh, Obsidian's making a new game." Um, fuck yeah, take my money. Like, Absolutely. Obsidian is very synonymous with fun. Mm. Like, mm. Um, I know that sounds like no, like <laughs> they just start to make good games. Yeah, yeah. They make, they make yeah. good games, like you know, outer and outer and and the thing about Outer World is Outer Worlds. It was like it was because remember they they made Fallout New Vegas. And so this one is like Fallout. I mentioned it. It's like Fallout, but the fat, but trim the fat, mm. which is fine. It worked. It wasn't you know. So I it, a lot of people that a lot of people that played Fallout 
and like people, I think a lot of people that, that, that like Fallout and both didn't like Fallout like this game because it was just mm. a fun RPG, character-driven, narrative, fun f- experience. And a while ago, I think it was like two E3s, two yeah, two two E3s ago, or last E3, technically technically the last quote unquote E3, um, they confirmed that they are expanding it with DLC and stuff like that. So I'm super happy with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I think you said it very well. Um, yeah, man, I, I've been a big fan for with uh, I've been I've been a big fan of Obsidian for many many years. Um, you know, it used to be where I was just like you know Bethesda like balls to the wall like you know show my breasts you know just Bethesda. But I've been I've been a fan of of Obsidian for a long time now. You know, since since Kotor two, you know, since Kotor two, then anything that they've made afterwards, where I, I kind of raise my brow, I'm like, oh snap, like Obsidian's coming out. So, yeah, in Outer Worlds once again, it just shows like they have the skills to make a legitimate dope RPG. And I think um, when it comes to the Outer Worlds in general, I mean, thinking about everything that happened around the game, right? When especially when it came to Fall seventy six, when they were taking big shifts on, <laughs> just the game was like broken and like you know they were using a, a what like a, a seven year old uh, 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 engine or something like that. It's uh, a lot of a lot of weird it's shit so going bad. on. So yeah, <laughs> it, I, that was for me because because yeah, it was it did it, it released. I'm guessing spitballing march only because um the fallout 76 shit show of a game garbage fire as i call it um <laughs> lo- uh, dropped uh, the ho- like during the holiday season like november or something like something like that mm-hmm. and as weeks months went by people kept discovering like how horrible that game was mm-hmm. it, just, it, it didn't work again it was on an engine again that was like nearly a decade old it looked like it looked it looked like a really really good ps2 game yeah it, that's what it looked like, um, <laughs> and uh, and then Obsidian, you know, and also Obsidian, Obsidian comes, you know, flexing, cracking their knuck- cracking their knuckles, and it's like, oh, you can't make a fucking good RPG. Mm. Here's Outer Worlds. You're welcome. Also, it's on Game, <laughs> also, it's on game Pass. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like that, it's like that blade coat that we're talking about. Motherfuckers, always trying to ice skate up uphill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wesley, Wesley Snipes, we need you now. IRS, <laughs> let him go. What the fuck is I was trying to ask it uphill? There you go. Thank you. Um, and Brilliant. so, it, it, the, yeah, the timing of that launch and the context of, you know, these are both Fallout making companies. And to see, how, again, how garbage fire, dumpster <laughs> fire. That's the, the, There you go. Dumpster yeah. fire. This rolls off the tongue a little better. Um, Fallout 76 was... And uh, and then have Outer Worlds come out as like oh no this is you make this is how you make a fucking game right and <laughs> and you you mentioned a seven point five billion dollar purchase that Microsoft did to buy Bethesda it's like the and we mentioned this before and it's it is true it's it's sad but true it's like now for the first time in the history of fucking Bethesda they're gonna have to make complete games at the time of launch <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly exactly. The, the days of us being used to Bethesda's dozens of bugs at the time of launch, uh, Obsidian showed us it's over. Yeah. Make your games fucking work. Right. Yeah. Phil Spencer oh. has a sniper pointed at a <laughs> yeah. Todd Spencer. <laughs> like, just, Wait yeah, for my mark. About that. It's like, Todd, make this game work. I'm going to fucking beat you. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be like that scene in Casino Royale. <laughs> Dude, I, 
oh my god todd howard strapped to a chair <laughs> i would love i would love i would pay i would pay to see an email correspondence get audited during the fucking um apple epic trial of an email between phil spencer and todd howard of like don't fuck up oh my god dude we can do a two-hour episode <laughs> Really, just that because <laughs> you know, because you know, there's, there's all these weird emails and documents that have nothing, nothing, nothing to do with the Apple versus Epic trial, exactly. But yet, these documents keep being audited by the judge, so it's like, fuck it again. <laughs> I would again, I just want to see like a pass, not, not again, not even a passive aggressive, like straight up in your face, motherfucker. I just spent 7.5 billion dollars on you, don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And Todd Howard just going, Dowie Master. <laughs> Starfield will be amazing. <laughs> it's like it's like next time Todd Howard says 16 times the graphics, Phil Spencer will be like, I'll have a fucking calculator. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 14, 15. <laughs> 15 and a half, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Backhands oh, Todd Howard. A word with you. <laughs> Backhands him so hard his jacket flies off. <laughs> and a fucking brown leather jacket he always wears. <laughs> oh shit, he knocked his jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, folks. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, <laughs> we're gonna be discussing <laughs> we're gonna be discussing the big tune of the day, which is the Road to E3 series here. Uh talking about our predictions and thoughts. Uh so we'll be right back right after this. So, guys, we are back, and the road to E3 uh, starting up here. It's that time of year again that's cranked up oh so soon. And uh, Arthur and I, we have uh, some fun stuff uh, that we're going to be sharing with you guys very soon. Not necessarily in this episode. However, we did want to talk about some of our predictions uh, when it comes to uh, the E3 in general. Uh and just to give a little bit of a, uh, guess just a little bit of a prologue, rather, you know, it's fun, Arthur. Like, it, it, E3 is fun for many reasons for me, right? Like, it's fun because the traditional nature of E3, where, oh my God, new games. Oh my God, the game looks so cool. But, like, the more E3s go on, it's like, Oh my God, that was super annoying. Or, Oh my God, what is he wearing? <laughs> or, Oh my God, what did Todd Spencer say? Online fallout. <laughs> the E3 cringe moments have become very, very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. This, yeah. That's kind of like almost replaced some of the gameplay stuff. So, uh, um, oh, oh, you mean the lizard people? <laughs> hey, John, look at those mountains. Don't they look really rendered? Wow, <laughs> you're right, Ashley. They look really rendered, almost as if this game has amazing graphics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just yeah, some weird. It's so odd that they have to like do scripts for that stuff. I remember, I remember when they did a when they were showing Rainbow Six Siege before the game came out, and like, or like it was like either that or the Division, and I was like. 
gamers are not that like cohesive like with each other online <laughs> or polite <laughs> or polite yeah or polite it's like you know you you know we we know we play and it's like god damn it victor stop dying <laughs> <laughs> you know all of a sudden it's like e3 it's like oh wow victor has gone down we shall pick him up immediately thank you we are a good team yay yay it's like <laughs> fucking who writes this shit yeah it's like dap Dap, dap. Yeah, it's like fucking. It's like whoever writes the script is like, do you have friends? Have you carried a have you carried a conversation? Get help. <laughs> I sort of it's like one person writing that script. Like every year, I'm like five. I'm like five bucks. I'm like five bucks. That person has has like issues or needs to put on a possible like sociopath list because he does not know how human souls work. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's really weird. Really weird, but uh, I wanted to talk about today for the show just a couple of our predictions for uh, for E three coming up here very very soon. Uh, I want to say it's from the twelfth to the fifteenth. Is that right, Arthur? Yeah, yeah. The twelfth, I know, is correct. Yeah, fifteenth. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, around there. 14, 15. Yeah, around there. Um, So I want to talk about a couple of the predictions here. And uh, some of these, I'm just going to name a couple here on the list. But uh, so so we left off with Todd Howard, right? And and, and kind of mentioning Starfield a little bit. And for those of you who don't know, Bethesda, uh, Bethesda is working on Starfield, which is, uh, I believe they confirmed it, that it is going to be an Xbox exclusive, huge RPG. Obviously, sci-fi RPG, uh, and could raise a lot of brows. You know, hopefully it will. But I'm hoping one of my predictions is we should see some kind of a teaser trailer uh, for E3. I'm thinking we will. It may not be super detailed, but I'm thinking some kind of a some kind of a teaser trailer would show. Um, I think would be really dope too, and definitely would be something where Phil Spencer would be like, "Okay, okay, Todd's working a little bit. Okay, good." <laughs> um, two two things. One, I'm I'm a little disappointed you didn't land the transition of like speaking of backhanding Todd Howard. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so right? And then, um, two, just in terms of the timing of the production and stuff, mm. I doubt it, but I wonder. Again, because this okay, no, no, not timing of production. Sorry, time because this was being made before this. This game we knew it was going to exist before Microsoft bought Bethesda, right? Yes, that's correct. Would you put it past Todd Howard to make Starfield a sci-fi RPG? Would you put it past him that this was his response to Outer Worlds from from Obsidian? Mm, that's a good point. Uh, it's possible that that might be a thing. Um. Yeah, that's possible. But now that they're all part of the same family, it's like, oh, oh, uh, okay, we're working with each other now, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah, Phil Spencer has to talk to his kids. Okay, look, you hate him, he hates you. Get along. <laughs> uh, so t- t- uh, tell me about some of uh, you know, uh, one of your one of your predictions for uh for for E three coming up here. Off the top of my head, um, a good number of my predictions. A good number of my predictions were entirely game related just because this year is kind of like a lot of mystery because again the whole covid delay stuff so we don't know yeah. what, what's ready for example like speaking of ready uh like konami had it back out because mm-hmm. yeah they, they were like oh we're not ready and so 
and so it's like so the normal the normal mental timeline of like if x game has been being produced for like x time oh it should be ready for e3 but again you know as we mentioned like in like two episodes ago like 40 percent 44 percent of all game developers are saying COVID has heavily affected their production so i don't know what games are ready for e3 Mm-hmm. So a lot, so a lot. My apologies. Uh, my so a lot of my predictions are like the fact it's going to be a digital only experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, like I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet. Um, there's going to be a there, it's, there's going to be Zoom calls. I'm going to bet that there's going to be a pet in a Zoom call. Uh, that there's going to be tech issues. Like someone just will just like not work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then like something else too is like um. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I'm gonna bet that um, just because the timing of everything, just the timing of everything, that some game character for whatever reason, like like advertising a DLC or a new game, uh, they'll animate them wearing a mask. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Like, let's say if Crash Bandicoot announces DLC, oh, Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot might wear might be wearing a mask or something to make the announcement. I don't know. Yeah. So like, so um, now gaming prediction wise. You, you, you did have something on here where it said Overwatch 2 date confirmed. Do you think they'll go through with that? I th- I think so because it's again, it's been forever like since we have seen this game and told so much about this game. Yeah. Like we're like when, like when Preston was on, they have test servers. So they they have test servers like that so there's you know working on it. So it's like they're on the tail end of it. Um so and here's the thing: we've seen gameplay, like not at E3, but at BlizzCon, the last Blizz, the last Blizzard thing. They showed gameplay that this game is existing, and then this is what it will look like. Mm. Um, so I think after how long we've seen this, how, how long we've seen gameplay being shown, which is two years, two years worth of gameplay, we need to have a release date. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, just, again, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but that's beside the point. It just because I feel like I feel like I feel like here's the order of things. It goes announcement and or teaser trailer, mm. trailer, gameplay, release date. Yeah. Or 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 gameplay slash release date at the same time. Like they show gameplay like boom it drops this time. Um like like Cyberpunk. Remember Cyberpunk did that. Cyberpunk showed gameplay, and then they showed Keanu Reeves, and then they showed the release date all at the same time. Yeah. Um, so again, so knowing that that's the that's kind of the the industry's norm. Again, the fact that we've been on for at least Overwatch two, we've been on this gameplay step for two years. They need to they need to hurry up and say when this game is coming out. I agree, definitely, definitely. Uh, I know one of my predictions. I'm hoping that Back for Blood uh, they'll show some more stuff on that, and they'll say. At the end of it, they'll say, oh, by the way, the open beta is available right now. So uh, for those of you who didn't hear me because of my weird impression that the beta. (laughs) beta I'm going to say, I'm like, I'm like, a part of me knows your hype for this game, but it sounds like you're going to be pissed off if the beta gets announced. So I'm very confused. Yeah, Turtle Rock, fuck Valve, make your own game. We're going to have a beta. Like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) No, I'm just making fun of like the intense like narration that they oh, have yeah, for, for yeah, these yeah. for these things but no i think there's going to be an open beta for back for blood during the time of e3 uh, and i think more so towards pc um it would be awesome if it would be for like xbox and, and you know playstation as well but i just think because how some betas are 
even because they're betas, there's still a capacity set on it. Or if they just want to cater to a specific platform. So I think that platform will be PC because I know there was a very, very, very small window for the alpha. And that was like done. like very little people did the alpha. Uh, so I'm hoping the beta is going to be, you know, a little more accessible, especially for us PC folks at the moment. Uh, I do think some more Game Pass games are going to be announced specifically around E3 as well. I just feel like it would be a great opportunity for people to, to download and play more shit during E3. Um, and then I know we talked about this on the episodes prior and I went ahead and uh, I went ahead and stole your prediction and put it in my list here about Hideo Kojima hanging out with Phil Spencer and Microsoft announcing something, not the title. But confirming that the relationship is in fact there, and he is in fact working with Microsoft. I think that will happen around E3. A, pro- a project is in the works. Exactly, exactly. And and oh, god damn it, I'm gonna be so mad at Sony during that, Arthur. I don't want to be mad at Sony anymore. But see, I'm I'm shit. I am on. Un- Here's the thing: I am unintentionally pulling you away from Sony. <laughs> it's weird yeah. to say like I'm the reason, but I'm also not. I'm just mentioning facts to you, and you're like, "Fuck Sony," <laughs> or or not fuck Sony, just Sony. Why? Sony? Why? Yeah, that's more accurate. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm also not fuck Sony. Just, just again, Sony. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like we mentioned before, like I am. Hard to like in in my in my heart and soul, I am a PlayStation fan overall. Like I've mentioned before, as far as just like experiences, one player games experiences specifically, and I know you have been more of a fan because of the cooperative multiplayer experiences. Yeah. You know, I've been at Xbox makes perfect sense as well. I think we may be have we may have a tease of the uh, black PlayStation Five. Just because they did announce the console colors or the controller co- uh, uh, colors yeah. for the console, the red and the black, and that black controller looks fucking amazing. And yeah. I just think it's, I just think sometimes it's so stupid where, you know, you have these. And we talked about this before too, as far as like the, the people that come up with these these skins for the consoles, and people buy them and they get mad and they want to sue and all this shit because of you know whatever the patent pending is. But it's like guys, like take take notes. People want these yeah. colors. <laughs> uh, for the record, I made a really fucking good analogy between uh, Jim Ryan comparing to Walt Disney, <laughs> and knowing <laughs> and knowing what the consumer wants, and give the consumer what they want. Um, yeah. But again, because we talked about that, I won't go too much into it. Um, Gaming-wise, another prediction I have is we'll get a tease or announcement of what this mysterious unknown Star Wars game is. Mm. Because remember, oh yeah, back, so remember, so remember, there are two sep two separate announcements. One announcement was Ubisoft is working on a game. Separate to that is another Star Wars game from, it was like a quote, you'll never guess the publisher sort of situation. Mm. And then I joked that it's going to be a shitty Star Wars game for the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> made by the people that made Farmville, that face, the old school Facebook game. Yeah. That that game will exist. It got announced. At e- it got announced during one of the Nintendo, com- not the Nintendo conference. Uh, what's it called? Their version of State of Play? Uh, the, like the an- quarterly update. Yeah, I know you're talking about. <clears throat> I don't know, like they're they're again the their Nintendo, Nintendo virtual event or whatever it was. Yeah, so. the Nintendo version of State of Play. Um, yeah. they announced a new Star Wars game coming out, but and it's by the makers of Farmville from Facebook. Fucking <laughs> waste of fucking time. <laughs> Man, Disney, dude, Disney just Disney loves getting those IP checks, those license <laughs> checks, huh? It's like, hey, we made Farmville, can we need a Star Wars game? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Give us money. <laughs> I don't care. I just, I just. <laughs> 
once we started doing like video stuff to put more content on the YouTube, like my I'm gonna have so many eye rolls. Like, <laughs> be like oh my god, <laughs> why are they doing this? <laughs> next, uh, my next, my my next, my next full playthrough stream game will be that fucking Farmville Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but but again, but back to the prediction again. There was again two announcements. The Ubisoft we know is making a, a. It was open world, right? It was like a, or if not open world, it was RPG. Some type of yeah, some type of yeah, some type of multiplayer game to some extent. I'm not sure if it's an RPG. Um, yeah, no, no, like no, the, the Star Wars game. You, oh, the Star Wars. Yeah, it was, yes, it was, it was RPG, was it RPG right? or it was open world confirmed? I knew RPG. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I know there, I, I, I know there. Uh, where was it? Maybe it was open. I think it was. I think it was open world because because uh-huh. I remember mentioning Far Cry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was a while ago. I have a door in memory. Drill <laughs> um, has. I know. Uh, I know. I know the. I know the. Um, obviously, like Knights of the Old Republic. There's going to be like a. Uh, they're going to make a Knights of the Old Republic. I did hear there's. Yeah, but I did hear. However, I did hear that they're going to change the gameplay. I hear there's going to be more of an action RPG base versus huh. the oh. turn. Versus that the turn base, yeah, the turn base style or whatever. Yeah, okay. So that should but, be changed, but, but, yeah, but I know that's separate. That's separate yeah. from what we're talking about. So there's, yeah, there's three. So if you include the Switch fucking thing, four <laughs> Star Wars games will exist. Yeah, the Switch fucking thing, the Ubisoft game. Yeah, not to public remaster, yep. and this still again this Star Wars game by quote, and you'll never guess the publisher. Yeah, that that last one is my mm. prediction. We'll see in E3. Interesting, interesting. And then also, I kind of I'm going on the ledge here. I, I'm just kind of throwing darts at the board. I don't know if this will ever exist ever, but I just remember even just working at GameStop, so many people were so passionate about this game. And when there were versions of this game, you know, people would buy them like super, like just a bunch of times. Um, I think somebody's making a new Need for Speed Underground. Somebody's making a new Need for Speed Underground. I think that would be dope because people love Need for Speed Underground. That's arguably uh, people's favorite series, a uh, type of Need for Speed anyway. Um, that would be super dope. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that would happen because they can go into super detail with the cars, building like the motors, upgrading shit. Like they can just have a fucking field day. So it's, it's funny you say that because that was like, you know, when Need for Speed was big, it was like there were three kings of racing. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo, which was ultra realistic, mm-hmm. um, Forza, and Need for Speed. Right. And Need for Speed and Forza were more than competitors, and they knew that. Gran Turismo was super realistic. Hey, spoiler, if you, get, if you take a turn at 30 miles an hour and you don't steer the, your car right, you're in a fucking crash. <laughs> realistic people, that's fun. For the rest of us, I want to make a turn going 200 miles an hour. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah, I want to drift. Yeah. <laughs> drift hard. Um, and Need for Speed Underground had some of the best customization options in, in like any racing game at the time. Yeah. Now, I will say for Need for Speed, uh, Hot Pursuit was my favorite, but uh, I'll, I'll, be was biased. I'll be biased. The soundtrack had a huge portion to do with that. Yeah, the soundtrack was amazing. I, I remember playing it specifically because the soundtrack was just like super dope. Yeah. Oh yeah, you fucking you fucking switch in the you fucking switch in the Top Gear, <laughs> and that song of like Green Glow under my car. <laughs> just fucking such a good soundtrack. Um, but again, but also like you know, but play wise, Underground and Underground Two, mm. uh, right there with it. So. I don't know. 
I, I, I know you're, I know you're hoping and I know you're hoping in our prayers going to dart the wall. The reason I say, I don't know is because the last few need for speeds by EA were kind of meh. Yeah. They, were, yeah, they, 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 they did, they did, they pulled an EA. They're like, Hey, you want a cool car? Give me money. I paid for the game. Oh, we know. <laughs> Give us more money. <laughs> so, uh, and also yeah. gameplay wise and stuff like that. He was not so great. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, my, do I, do I have a, hope and a prayer dart in a wall game oh um i hope i see more from i think it's called arrowed or something mm. I, I just i just headed up because when i was avowed at, avowed there you uh, go yeah oh uh, yeah i'd love to see some more of that shit because i was looking at obsidian earlier um Obs- avowed was announced during the last microsoft conference mm. of that medieval style magic it's the one where like a bow gets fired and then the bow like gets covered in a, like fire and thunder and, it, and there's like a battleground and it falls to the crack of the earth and there's like hell and shit yeah so um so again so if it's like a Baldur's gate um dragon age style game but made by obsidian oh that combat's gonna be so good that'd be insane yeah That'd be fucking insane. Definitely, definitely. Did Obsidian do Sunset Overdrive? Uh no. That was another uh that was another developer. Oh okay. I mean yeah. I, I, I mix them up, but um okay, the reason I asked because I was like, I'm down to like grind a dragon. <laughs> 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 some I, whatever shit. I heard I heard some uh I heard some rumors that um that Sony might try to get that on their on their platform. Sony bought it. So so what's confirmed is Sony bought like the naming rights. They bought the trademark. Mm-hmm. They okay. bought the they they bought the naming trademark Sunset Overdrive. Okay. Which is concerning because that was a great Microsoft exclusive. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, it looks like Insomniac Games worked on Sunset Overdrive. Insomniac. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. And Insomniac, I mix up with, with Obsidian a lot. Because they make similar style games, like just a fun soundtrack, you know, usually like a pop rock style soundtrack, and just fun again, just fun games. Yeah. Insomniac and Obsidian, I, I I mix up a lot. Yeah, and then this isn't even on the list, but I would love to see like an Okami, like Ooh. I would love to see like just like a super like artistic, like just a like, crazy like insane graphics Okami. Like I would love that. That'd be cool if she's like older or something. I know she's a god. I don't know if God's age, but like she's older. Mm-hmm. She's like a pup now or something. Yeah. Fucking dope. Yeah. I would be all in. <laughs> it, dude, there, there's dude, the, there's the, if, if gaming companies like movies hit the nostalgia, not only poke a nostalgia, but like stick the landing again, take my fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta do it right. Don't fucking, yeah. you know, do dumb shit. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like we are not as complicated as like as like some corporations think that don't know shit about games. It's like we're not a Rubik's cube. Like just just dig into like the old school games that like people really enjoyed. Like we still want to play them. <laughs> like um, I won't go too much into it, but um, like for example, the Mass Effect Legendary Legendary Edition is fucking killing it in sales. It's getting yeah, it's getting great uh, reviews it is too. Nuts. Like in terms nice. of like also it's like Steam. Like in terms of Steam, it's like fucking crushing it nice yeah i need to pick up i need to get my copy as well so definitely definitely oh man oh man well um we're gonna slowly here wrap up the e road to e3 
uh, part one series here, and we're going to have some more parts eventually coming soon. Of course, we're going to get some more E3 information so we can have uh, additional conversations on it. And we have some exciting stuff for you guys pretty soon. So definitely sit, uh, sit, uh, sit tight. Uh, any any lasting words as far as like just like E3 shenanigans or whatnot, Arthur? Um, If they still find a way to have people play their game and have lizard people talk, I'll be very happy. <laughs> yeah yeah man like it's funny i remember and obviously sony's not going to be there so if anything they'll just show videos but i remember when there was there there was a gameplay they're showing gameplay for the first time for the last of us one and i remember like everyone was like oh my god when like like joel like slammed like a dude like like against like the the desk or whatever it was yeah. and like blood all over it, and everyone was like freaking out because it's like it's just like a violent like realistically violent type of combat you know and and like you know and that was before the lizard people you know and then the lizard people came in and fucked everything up so <laughs> oh my god pick up this pick up this crafting material Thanks for pointing it out. You're such a good teammate. Right? <laughs> so fucking weird. Dap. Yeah. <laughs> Commencing teabag. Burp, 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 burp. Yeah, man. So uh, we will see shortly, shortly here. But uh, again, folks, this is going to wrap up another uh, fantastic episode here at the Game Show Life Podcast each and every Saturday discussing all things games. I am your host, Jarrell, and with me is my co-host, Arthur Thomas. That's me. All right. Thank you, guys. We will see you next week. Bye.